0: Hi there, it's Troy, welcoming you to another podcast. It's April the 20th, Monday. I'm in London, lockdown London, in my bunker. Looking pretty sunny and nice outside though, so there are some things to be cheerful about. And today, I wanna to talk to you about why you are not getting the results you want in the modern dating marketplace, okay? So we're gonna gr- uh, crack into that topic in just a a moment. Um, Aside from that, notices from me, well, Renegade Dating Blueprint, as always, is on sale. You can get that for $39 at the moment, perfect for quarantine. If you want to learn more about dating and game and all that stuff, uh, there's a link below. Uh, But the really big news this week, and actually this dovetails into what I'm talking about in the podcast today, is that Charisma and Dating Academy, which is my course, my high-level uh, course about mindset, game, and how to navigate this current rather tricky dating marketplace, is open for enrolment on April the 30th until 4th of May, okay? So it's a very, very limited window because places on it are limited. So from the 30th of April to the 4th of May, you will have the opportunity to enrol in the course and I'll be giving more details over the next week or so obviously on the contents of that course but it's 10 hours worth of incredibly in-depth video tutorials plus I'm also going to be doing Zoom tutorials for people who've joined as well. So there's going to be, uh, there's five segments within that course and there's going to be a Zoom tutorial, actually there's going to be two Zoom tutorials on each of those Segment so uh, spread apart for different time zones. So it's not just that you're going to get this course and then that's it, and you go away and study it, you're also going to get tuition from me as well in a group setting via Zoom. So I'm really excited about this. Oh, the other thing I'm going to do also is set up a Telegram group as well for guys who enter this quarter. So I'm really excited about this, it's going to be interactive. The course in itself is packed full of tons of information, but you're also going to get that interactivity with me and with other students as well. So it's going to be awesome, and as I say, I'll be putting out more detail about that uh, over the coming days and week or so. But if you want to get on board with that, then there's a link below for the uh, uh, for my email email um, sorry, my email list. And you need to get on that because that's where most of the information is going to be seeded out through. So there's a new link below, takes you to a page which talks a bit about Charisma and Dating Academy. And uh, j- just enter your email there and you'll be in the know on all of the, the latest updates, etc. All right, so look, let's go on to talk about the modern dating scene. It's pretty screwed, isn't it? Let's face it, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy for anybody. And look, with all of this stuff, right? I mean, yes, COVID is going on. Yes, we're in isolation and lockdown. But, but look, here's the thing, right? So before anybody in the comments on YouTube or whatever says, well, what are we supposed to do at the moment? Because we're all in isolation, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I know. I'm in London. I'm in lockdown too. It's, not, it's clearly not a time to be going out and doing day game or anything like that because the streets are deserted um, and nobody's allowed out. So yes, I accept that. However, here's the thing, right? What you have to bear in mind. Let's be let's be rational about this for a moment, okay? Lockdown is not going to last forever, right? (laughs) Lockdown is not going to last forever. I know it feels like it. I know there's some nutty conspiracy theories going around. I know it feels like this is the new normal and this is going to be it forever, but it really isn't. And here's why: it's in nobody's interests to keep the world economy locked down for a long period of time. Even if you're of a conspiratorial frame of mind, which I know some people are, it's still in nobody's interest to keep this the status quo forever, right? Um, And what we're seeing currently, if you looked at the news over the weekend, you will see that currently in many countries around the world, there is growing pressure on governments to open up their economies again right and and that's coming from all sectors it's coming from ordinary people who would you know just want to go back to work they're a bit fed up with lockdown um it's coming from business who are obviously very concerned uh, about their their companies and their you know what's going to happen the longer this goes on it's coming from other politicians who think that you know there's got to be a balance struck between protecting people's health which is obviously um manifestly important, but also the health of the economy, which is important in a different way. Um, And and all these different sorts of groups are lobbying governments, beginning to lobby governments in order to open up again. And in fact, we are starting now to see some signs of that. You know, I read um, this morning that I think in Denmark, schools are are starting to, uh, I think schools may have already opened in Denmark, actually, and, excuse me, hmm, hmm. Nice bit of coffee um Spain apparently are starting to look at um, allowing children to go outside again um, there's talk in the u k and the u k the situation is not good here um, in terms of um, uh, people affected by uh, corona but nevertheless there is talk here of a tiered system for getting people back out back into work etc etc so and of course. United States of America, um, we know that uh, uh, Trump is very keen to, uh, to get the economy going again. So look, here's the reality. Things are going to get phased back to some degree of normality within the next weeks and months, okay? And in different places of the world. It may take longer in some places. It may happen more quickly in other places. Nevertheless, we are going to start to see some sort of reversion to the norm. People are going to be out and about again. And things are going to start to revert back to, uh, to how they were before. Now, yes, okay, there might be bans on big gatherings and bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. But nevertheless, we are going to come out of this, okay? And so as I've been saying all along, right, now is a very good period to consider where you are and to think about, okay, so um, if perhaps I wasn't getting the success before in the dating market, why is that? And what can I do to improve? Okay, so anyway, that was a, a long um, uh, uh, segue off of the um, off of the main point, really. But just to, I, I just want to make it very clear, right? People will say, "Well, yeah, but what's the point in talking about all this?" Because, like, you know, um, coronavirus and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I know. But look, this is a this is a, a this is a temporary point in history. This is a blip. Um, and we are going to return to normal and you need to be equipped for that. So anyway, look, the modern dating scene is pretty screwed up and not just by the virus and so on. And the reason for that, as we've said before, is that apps, dating apps and Instagram now pretty much rule the day. So you are, you know, you have a, a profile on Tinder or on Bumble, on Hinge, whatever also on Instagram and you that is the main way that people are now meeting up and the thing with that is not only is that is that happening all over the place and it's only going to increase you know that's not the genie's not going back in the bottle that's not going to disappear we're not going to go back to some old trad situation where you ask the girl's father if you can date her or anything like that um, online dating and meeting up with people and stuff is gonna is is here to stay and it's only going to increase and the thing with that is it's global so if you have if you're a girl a very pretty girl in a small village in Slovenia and you have an Instagram page uh, with lots of lovely cute pretty pictures on it of yourself wearing different outfits then that page is not just seen in Slovenia in your village it's seen all over the world and it's seen by guys Of very different social standings all over the planet. So you have got incredibly rich guys in Saudi Arabia looking at it. You have multi-millionaires in Dubai, in Monaco, with access to that profile. And of course, what that means is, because of the magic of sliding into the DMs, that girl who may previously have been a very humble, uh, solitary girl living in her little village and you know ready and willing to to marry the local hairdresser or the the guy who works in the local petrol station is now suddenly being bombarded with direct messages from these incredibly high powered individuals from across the planet. Well clearly that is going to have a profound effect not only on her. Individual decision making, because she might think, "Well, actually, I kind of quite like to go to Miami, and you know, I quite kind of quite like to, to go to Dubai, and you know, live it up, and get it all paid for by this this sugar daddy dude." Um, but but that's happening th- through society, right? It's not just one person; it is, um, you know, it's an ag- it's an aggregated thing. You know, um, it's exponential within society, and of course, that is going to make changes in terms of how the dating marketplace operates. So, you know, whereas 10, 15 years ago, you could walk out of your door and get talking to maybe a nice girl in the coffee shop and, um, you know, th- there'd be a reasonable opportunity for you to start dating and maybe form a relationship or whatever. That can still happen. I mean, that it does happen and actually that's what we're going to be talking about next. But here's the thing. You are still in competition with those other guys. You are in competition with the dude in dubai who is um staying in that what's that seven star hotel called in dubai you know he's staying in the seven star hotel he's got a suite there he can fly you over um on a private jet etc etc you are still competing with those guys now the girl may not you know in the end want to want to do that she might not be you know she might have that kind of attitude about life, where she's like, "Well, actually, like, listen, I'm not just going to randomly fly across the world with some some random dude because he's got money." You know, I mean, let, you know, let's be clear. I'm not saying that um, all women are like that or whatever. Um, you know, people will make their own decisions, but excuse me, coffee. Mm. But you know, it, it, it's going to affect her sense of herself. It's going to affect her. Her estimation of her value in the dating marketplace. How would it not, right? You know, it's human nature. And so that's going to then have a knock on effect on the dating choices she makes more locally. So, you, you know, is she now going to settle for you if she thinks, well, hang on a minute, you know, I'm desired by princes and kings across the globe. Um, What's so good about this guy? So, that is the the environment that you're in. That's the competition that you're up against. And the other big problem, right, is this. Most guys are boring chodes. Now, again, I don't want to blame either gender for any of this, right? So I don't also want to be saying, well, it's all the guy's fault because um, guys are boring chodes and, you know, if they just manned up and... Uh, did x y and z then they'd be more acceptable to women and all of these issues wouldn't arise that's not what I'm saying either and I don't believe that you know I think that you know as I always say right nature is amoral okay not immoral amoral right it is just it is what it is right female behavior it is what it is male behavior is what it is you have to understand it You have to accept it, and then you have to find a way forward, okay? But the truth of the matter is that many, many guys these days are kind of boring chodes. Why is that? Well, it's not really their fault, right? It's, in part, a very natural response to the effects of globalization, okay? Because, look, here's the thing, right? As we've known for many, many years, you know, you go to any city in Europe now, Uh, where I'm based, and you're going to see the same shops everywhere. You know, there's always a Zara, there's always an H&M, there's usually a Starbucks, uh, obviously a McDonald's is everywhere. Um, Many, many different places, uh, which are everywhere. Music is pretty global now. You know, we have a lot of, in the UK, we have a lot of um, American R&B, American pop music, American rap, and and all the rest of it, uh, trap or whatever. Um, the same as you would in um, in France or in Spain or Germany, Italy, you know I mean yes, there are still uh, cultural differences yes, you know let's let's not go into sort of anti-globalist um, melt, uh, meltdown here. I mean yes, you know England still has a very very distinct culture, so does Germany, so does Spain, blah blah blah. but it is starting to be eroded, and we are now all operating under um, broadly the same cultural stimuli. So, you know, um, what did I listen to recently? Okay, so like the Dua Lipa album um, came out recently. She's a UK sort of pop artist. I listened to her album because I was up, I wanted to listen to something quite light and poppy and stuff, but it, it's pretty good. Um, but, you know, she's a big star here, but she's also pretty big in... Uh, in, across Europe, she's also got some popularity in um, America as well, right, so her album drops on Spotify, and then all over the planet, people are listening to those same songs, they're getting that same influence, that same, you know, and, and, and that's, and, and all of these these artists, these global artists, and these global brands, are affecting, you know, the what we input, you know, the culture, the music we listen to, the, the movies we see, it's all the same, and it 's also affecting the way that we style ourselves, the way we dress, the way we present ourselves, and that of course, is exacerbated by the fact that uh, the clothing stores are, are global as well. so you know I can go in London, I can buy an outfit in in Zara. If I was in Berlin, I could buy exactly the same outfit in Zara in Berlin, right you know there 's no differentiation, and so what that is doing in my view is creating a generation or you know a couple of generations of now of people who are very very broadly the same right they're, they're a bit boring there's no uh, there's, there's nothing to make one person stand out from another put on top of that societal programming which says you should do X, Y, and Z. You should get a job. You should get a mortgage. You should get married by the time you're, you know, I don't know, 28 or 29 or 30 or whatever it is now. Um, your life should look like this: X, Y, and Z. Um, these are the comedy. These are the comedy shows that you should watch to laugh at. These are the Netflix series that you should watch in order to have something to talk about around the water cooler with your fellow sheeple colleagues um these are the clothes that you should wear this is what you should do at the weekend these are the sports events you should watch blah 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 what we're doing is creating generations of people who are all very beige all very vanilla and all do the same stuff and that is not good and it's not good for you in the dating market right and and here's the reason why Right now, because of this globalised dating market, because of the competition that has been injected into the scene by these apps and by the, the, the global nature of the, and connectivity of the internet, that means that success in the dating market is weighted towards the, that top 20% of guys that we always go on about, right? You, know, you are So that top 20% of guys, the ripped, good-looking, rich... Uh, blue check on Instagram type dudes are the dudes who are cleaning up, let's say, in this marketplace. Well, okay, good for them. But what happens if you're not one of those guys? Now, there are varying opinions on this. And what some people will say is, well, look, if you're not one of those guys, you need to level up. You need to become that guy. You know, you need to work. You need to. Um, invest in certain products, you need to do certain things so that you become that top 20% man, okay? And you have to do everything. You have to become ripped, you have to beca- have huge muscles, you have to be rich as hell, you have to have your Instagram pimped, etc., etc., etc. Now, in principle, there's nothing actually wrong with that advice because here's the thing, right? Yes, you do. You do need to have everything, and you do need to self-improve, okay? Um, you know, nobody listening to this should be resting on their laurels and thinking, well, you know, whatever, I'll just eat a load of Cheetos and, you know, grow, grow a gut and, uh, you know, wear cargo pants because I'm not in that top 20%, so what, you know, what the hell can I do, right? I mean, look, you've only got one life on this planet. Um, you need to seize it with both hands, and you need to force yourself into a process of change, okay, that makes you into the best possible version of yourself that you can be. However, let's be brutally honest about this. Not every dude out there is going to become that, you know, top 20% playboy, Instagram model type guy that we're all being told that we should become. I mean, I'm certainly not. You know, um, and, and I think the reality is that many, many guys who listen to this won't. And you can, you can really get sold on this idea of just, well, just do these things and, you know, you'll become that, that James Bond figure and, you know, and then you'll have this harem of beautiful women who are just, you know, who, who, who just can't wait to, to start DMing you and, you know, having sex with you and blah, blah, blah. It, I mean, yes, in theory... But for many people, that's a little bit of a fantasy land, okay? And here's the other thing, right? The whole purpose of, of game or dating skills or whatever you want to call it, dating dynamics, in my understanding, was that these were techniques that could be used by the ordinary, in inverted commas guy, in order to, you know, meet more women, meet more attractive girls, and you know, have a have a, have more options in his dating life without Having to be, you know, a superstar, rock star kind of dude with, um, you know, big cars and uh, you know massive presence on social media and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, surely that's the whole point of this stuff. You know, there would never have been a game community if the only answer was, well, you just got to become rich and shredded and really good looking. You, you know, I mean, it's an absurdity. The whole point of of game was that it was a, it's a, a selection of really psychological tools based on an acute observation of human nature in order to weight the tables more in favour of the guy who wasn't that James Bond character. You know? I mean, that's, that's the point of it, right? Now, at the same time, yes, you, sh- you should be self-improving. You've got to be self-improving. But the thing is that you need to... Um, you know, the, 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 the whole purpose of, of, of this space is to teach guys who, who, who maybe aren't at that level that actually they too can improve their prospects, okay? Um, so here's the thing, right? So anyway, you're competing with all of those guys on, on the, the dating apps, on Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. And because of the nature of that market, right now, that you have no choice. You have no choice but to be unassailable in the market. That is to say, you have to present impeccably and you have to be fearless in real life, right? And what a lot of my work, if you want to call it that, has been about, is about meeting in real life, okay? Now, the dating apps, yes, I I think you should be on them. Um, I have written content about dating apps and things in the past. It's not my specialist subject, I have to admit you know there are other people who cover that stuff very well but yes you should be on them you should be swiping you should be messaging you should be meeting new people through through those means for sure but if you want a hack in this currently very very de- you know difficult challenging market it is that you need to be effective in real life that is to say firstly that you're able to meet new women in real life through what we call cold approach, which is walking up to somebody you don't know and saying hello and starting a conversation. But equally, you also need to be effective when she comes out to meet you from the dating app. That's the other thing, because look, even if you meet on on Tinder or whatever, you're either gonna meet her for a date, in which case you're gonna have to, to be effective on that date and stand out from the crowd and be like, you know, somebody she actually wants to spend some time with, I mean, or you're going to be doing the sort of you know getting her to come over to your apartment type thing, which might be the, uh, the, <laughs> the, which might be the prescription right now. Um, but still, right, you've still got to come across. Yeah, so you need to you need to have the skills to to optimize your dating app um, presence and your your skills on the apps. But you know, by God, you're going to need the real life stuff as well. You know, it's no, there's no point in having like a a, a massively optimized. Dating app presence only then to, to end up meeting girls and then them not wanting to spend more time with you after the date because, you know, you just come across like a boring chode. So the hack in this scenario is that you need to acquire an X factor. You need to be able to charm and to persuade her in real life, okay? And the other thing as well is, I would say, a little bit of a plug um, once more for our old friend day game. I mean, you know, people criticize day game. Some people love it. You know, whatever. Um, I personally just think it's a skill that you need to have, and it's not about going out on a Saturday and speaking to seventy different girls, and you know, getting rejected by sixty-eight of them, and getting two numbers that flake. I mean, look. I mean, you, you can do that stuff at the beginning for practice. But what this is actually about is just going about your everyday life and then being able to start a conversation with girls that you find attractive um, and get their contact details and put them into your funnel, put them into your pipeline. And that's something I would say it it benefits every guy to learn. Every guy on the planet should be learning this stuff because we all, okay, (laughs) isolation and quarantine aside, we all go out you know, we all go to the post office, we all go to the airport, we all go to the railway station, we all go to the nightclub, you know, like, we we, we all go to the supermarket, the grocery store, whatever, right? And when we go out, we are, under normal circumstances, not COVID-related, surrounded by thousands and millions of people. And, you know, it, it just makes sense to be able to connect with those people. And people will say, yeah, well, she's going to compare you to her, you know you're going to talk to her and exchange contact details, and then she's just going to compare you to the dude she's talking to on Instagram. Well, maybe, but if you come across well in real life, you gain points, okay? You gain at least three points, maybe more, if you make a good impression in real life. It's more tangible. You're not just some dude. You're not just some some avatar on a, on an app that she hasn't met. You are a real, tangible dude, and if you can create chemistry in the moment, that is incredibly powerful. That is much more powerful even than having a nice shot of your abs on Tinder. Okay, so the hack, if there if there is one, is this ability to come across persuasively in real life, um, <clears throat> and the way that you do that is by firstly finding ways to raise. Your levels of charisma that is your personal magnetism and then you need to be able to and this is really important okay and this is like a little bit counterintuitive but you need to be able to stand out from the crowd by embracing your darker side your shadow side okay now what do I mean by that well listen you know the expression nice guys finish last and they do. I mean, you know, I was watching a reality show the other night and a girl was going, oh, God, you know, I always go for the bad boys. And I was thinking, how many women do we hear saying that? You know, it's not just an isolated few. It's not just like the sort of, you know, some damaged, low quality woman. It's, it's, it's pretty much every girl ever that you ask to describe who, she's da- who she dates or the kind of, you know, her past dating history and blah, blah, blah. Um, they will always say that they like the the jerks, the bad boys. So if you want to be effective in this marketplace, not only do you need to be charismatic and magnetic as a person, you also need to be able to access that darker side. Okay, Now, this isn't uh, saying that you need to become a psychopath. This isn't saying that you need to become Patrick Bateman. But what it is, is saying, well, okay, listen, this is clearly what the market wants. This is what the market responds to, these dark triad personality traits. So how can I emphasize those within my own character in order to make the sort of impression that I want? And then the third thing you want to do is radically differentiate yourself from the rest of the market, okay? And radical differentiation is is often misunderstood when I talk about it because people think Oh, so I've just got to, it's just peacocking. I've just got to wear some crazy clothes when I go out and I'll be differentiated from the other guys and so that's going to get me the results. Well, no, it's not like that. It's more subtle than that. It's more nuanced than that because when you differentiate yourself from the market, you have to do it in a way that is congruent with your personality. You have to do it in a way that is authentic because if you don't, people are going to sense it and you're going to look like an idiot. <laughs> Um, but, and this is something that I wrote in my um, seminal work, How to Be an Arsehole, which is a book I wrote several years ago now, and it's my still remains my best-selling book to this day. And I, from that, I know that people are interested in this, in this area. Um, dark triad characteristics, that is bad boy characteristics, plus radical differentiation is the silver bullet that you need to be attractive to attractive women okay? People always come to this space and they want to know, all right, so, so what's the secret? What is the, what is the one thing? I just need to do that. And, and this is going to get me the, the kind of access that, that I've always dreamed of. And of course, the, the truth is, right, there, there isn't. There is no silver bullet. There is no secret. Um, because it, it, there are too many competing factors involved in all of this to say definitively, right, just do that. And then that's it. You're going to become you know Leonardo DiCaprio. It's it's not it's not like that. But if there's anything approaching a silver bullet, it is that dark triad, bad boy characteristics, plus radical differentiation, equals the silver bullet that you are looking for. And if you can imbue that also with um, a high degree of charisma, then you are really firing on all cylinders. Okay, those are the things that you need to be concentrating on. Those are the things. That you need to work on in order to become the sort of person who can move effectively through this current dating marketplace. And as we come out of the current situation, as we come out of COVID-19 and isolation and lockdown and everything, um, as I've said before, there's going to be a huge amount of pent-up demand out there. Because, look, girls are sitting around bored out of their brains and lacking attention, all right? I mean, you might be bored out of your brains, but so is she. And as soon as this starts to lift, and it will start to lift, as we said, um, maybe on a tiered basis, maybe more quickly in certain parts of the world than others, but it is going to lift, then are you going to be in that position to, to take advantage and to supply the market with what it demands or not? And that's why, as I've said, now is the time really to be working on yourself, um, in order to to ensure that you are the best that, poss- that you can possibly be. Now, again, I would reiterate, this doesn't mean don't go, to the, don't work out. This doesn't mean don't get ripped. This doesn't mean don't have nice clothes and things like that, um, or, or, or good grooming, and you know whatever. I mean, yes, you are working on your business, working on your side hustle, blah blah blah. Yeah, you need to be doing all of that stuff as well. But what I am talking about here. Is a very fundamental process of self actualization. Okay? This is not about learning superficial dating technologies or techniques or, you know, how to open her or, you know, how to reply to a message and stuff like that. What this is really about is a deep process of mental and personality reconfiguration. Okay? This is about And and this is why the course that I put together, Charisma and Dating Academy, is so deep and so dense and so transformational, really, because what this is about, it's not just saying, okay, here's a few subtle tweaks, right, you're good to go. No, this is about taking yourself apart, like you would take an engine apart, and rebuilding yourself from the ground up, okay? This is about really, really fundamental personality change, because... Because trust me, that is what you need. That is what... I mean, the success that I've had in this area has all been down to this stuff, okay? If it wasn't for me doing this stuff, if it wasn't for me doing the precise process that I outline in Charisma and Dating Academy throughout the five sections of it, I would have had no success in this area. Um, I I certainly wouldn't have... uh, entered into this line of work. I would never have been a dating coach. i would never have written those books. I would never have had all those crazy adventures all over the world, um, you know, with different girls, different people. It just wouldn't have happened. It was only through that process of rebuilding myself on a very fundamental level that any of that stuff happened. Because before, I was just a hopeless chode, right? You know, I was a hopeless beta chode like anybody else, Um, You know, I certainly didn't have, uh, you know, a a supercar or, you know, big muscles or, you know, any of that stuff. I mean, I was just a complete and utter, um, you, you know, failure in all of this stuff, really. But it was the it was the internal stuff that I did and the internal stuff actually that I continue to do to this day that really changed things up for me. So powerful. So powerful, right? I mean, you know, and this is the thing. I mean, now now the other thing is as well, the final section of Charisma and Dating Academy, there's a full section on, actually on game. Um, and I give the full, and exactly, I think it's probably the longest section actually in the course. And I do go through, you know, the fundamental techniques that, that I use that you need to use to be successful. More geared towards real life meeting, you know, cold approach, but some of it applicable to the, to the dating apps as well. But so that there is content in there that will give you, you know, the specifics, right? What do I say? What do I, how do I stand? What, what about eye contact? You know, all that kind of stuff. But what's more important, in a way, is that fundamental personal change because you can learn all of the game stuff. You can learn how to do an approach. You can learn how to deal with her friends who are cock-blocking you and all these things. But if you don't have that magnetism, if you don't have that... Uh, bad boy plus radical differentiation vibe, you know, at the end of the day, you're just another also-ran. You're just another chode, okay? And the world ain't got time for chodes anymore, right? And the world is certainly not going to have time for chodes anymore when we finally come out of this damn thing that everybody's getting fed up with um, and we're able to return to some sort of normality. You know, there's going to be a lot of pent-up demand, but the people who are going to... Be able to take advantage of that demand are the people who uh, you know have done the work on themselves the people who have undergone the necessary transformation in order to become the sort of guy who is attractive to women in this current dating marketplace okay um, and that 's exactly why I put that course together because I wanted to just basically i mean i've written books about this stuff uh, you know how to be an asshole uh, still in the game I talk about some of this stuff um, Approach her like Chad. I try to get into the. But you know, my thing has always been: how can I most effectively teach people this inner work that you need to do? Because I I tutor guys, right? You know, I'll take guys out and I'll watch them doing approaches. I'll watch them going and talking to girls, and I'll 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 see them doing it. I'll listen to them doing it. And here's the thing, right? You can get a guy who knows all of the techniques. He kind of knows what he's supposed to say. He kind of knows you know, how he's supposed to stand with sort of some, some alpha body language and all that kind of stuff. But he's not communicating anything because he's he's just, he's still a chode. And I, I say that with love and affection um and, and, and sympathy and everything else. But ultimately, he is still a chode who's just learned a few lines. And yes, that might work occasionally, but it's that inner stuff. It's that, it's that inner work that really makes the difference. Okay. It's charisma. It's dark triad and it's radical differentiation those things are the silver bullet those things are the things that are going to make a difference and you know i really wanted to find the most efficient way that i could to teach people that because it's, it's just really important stuff you know i mean it's a jungle out there guys and you need to be prepared for warfare out in the dating trenches uh, anyway there you go um i hope that you got something from that Hope you enjoyed it. Got a little bit passionate during that one because I, I, you know, I really am passionate about this. Um, I think it's so important, and that's why I'm really excited about Charisma and Dating Academy. The Q2 enrollment is from the 30th of April to May the 4th. It's only open for four days, so you know you've got to be quick. Um, yeah, because um, because this stuff is just it, it's it's just vital in today's market, and uh, and the other thing, right, is as well. I know that there are guys out there who can change. I know that there are guys, because I've, I've coached them, I've, I've worked with guys, and they have, they have changed, they have had success. Um, but you've got to be willing to do the work, you've got to be willing to, to do the transformational deep work on yourself that's actually going to make a difference, right? Um, and that's not for everyone, you know, it's not for the faint-hearted, but... It is worth it because you will change your life and you will completely uh, reconfigure your dating life as well. So look, Charisma and Dating Academy open from the 30th of April to the 4th of May. The link um, is below. So get onto the email list because you'll need to be on there for updates and etc, etc. There's a link for that below. Uh, yeah, and that's it really. Do subscribe to my channel. If you're listening to this on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're not, please go over to YouTube and subscribe anyway, because I'm putting out loads of content over there at the moment, doing live streams, lots of different stuff. Um, And it really helps me out in terms of just, you know, growing the audience, getting more people on board so I can continue to put this content out. Uh, Yeah. Let me know your thoughts on this. As always, you can always email me, troy at realtroyfrancis.com. Actually, sorry, that's... uh, uh, Troy uh, Troy Seven Laws at Gmail dot com. Actually, do that one. Um, yeah, and that's it for today. So we will speak again very soon. Bye bye.